my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Gratitude Diaries, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Janice Kaplan. Thanks for joining me for more practical advice on how to be happier. Today's tip, take a moment to be a little kinder to others and to yourself. It will help you get through this election season and feel better and more hopeful. The other day, I was driving along a usually calm street in the rural area where I live, and for once, it didn't seem so calm. The front lawns of people's houses were jammed with election posters. There were some for local and national candidates I like, and some who I really don't, and I felt myself getting irritated when I passed those. I wanted to get out and start screaming, how can you possibly support that terrible person? But of course, I kept driving, still irritated, and a couple of hundred feet later, I saw another sign. This one said, be kind. And then another sign with the same words. Amazingly, I felt my blood pressure drop immediately, and I even smiled to myself. In the main part of town, there were even more of the be kind signs. They had been put there by the local Lions Club. I was surprised how well they worked. Somehow, amidst all the fighting lawn signs, they offered a needed element of calm and perspective. We often associate kindness with being warm and gentle, but there's nothing soft-minded or even soft-hearted about being kind. Psychologists now say that it takes a certain amount of strength to be kind and even some courage. 
In studies of children, the kind children, as opposed to the bullies, are usually the most secure and loved and likely to be the happiest ones later. Being kind doesn't mean you're a saint or never do anything wrong. The actress and comedian Ellen DeGeneres has had a popular daytime talk show for the last 17 years, and she has ended most episodes by saying, be kind to one another. This past summer, a couple of articles came out suggesting that Ellen herself didn't set a tone of kindness for the staff of her own show, and it created quite a controversy. In September, she opened the new season of her show with an apology. She took full responsibility and said changes had been made and they were starting a new chapter. She also talked about how very personal this was to her. People like Ellen DeGeneres. They watch her show because she promotes happiness and good feeling. Being kind and doing good things for people on the air is part of her persona. But as she said, being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. She joked that if you're ever looking for a new title, definitely stay away from that one. But the truth is that however awkward that catchphrase came to feel for her, I hope she doesn't abandon her role as the be kind lady. In fact, we all need to try to embrace that role, however well or not we do it. Ellen started using the phrase back in 2010 when college student Tyler Clementi took his own life after being bullied for being gay. As Ellen said on her premiere this year, I thought the world needed more kindness, and I think we need it more than ever right now. A study out of Japan a few years ago found close links between happiness and kindness. People's happiness increased simply by counting their own acts of kindness for one week. Doing that also made them even happier and more grateful moving forward. The researchers said that kindness is an important human strength that influences well-being and happiness. When we talk about kind people, it sometimes sounds like kindness is a fixed trait. Either you are or you aren't. And psychologists have tried to figure out just how much of kindness is innate. In that study out of Japan, people who started out happy were generally kinder. But kindness is like gratitude. If you express it, you get better at it, no matter where you start. Use it, and you make the kindness muscle stronger. If you're trying to be kinder or more grateful, remember to be kind to yourself, too. Ellen DeGeneres said that she gets sad and mad and anxious and frustrated, just like anyone else. When you're trying to be kind, put the emphasis on trying. Sure, you'll have bad moments or days that you snap at someone, and that doesn't mean your general positive attitude is hypocritical or wrong. It just means that you're human and, yes, trying. The hardest time to express kindness or gratitude is when you're angry and stressed. But it's also the most important time. As those be kind signs in my local town reminded me, a little kindness lowers your level of stress and allows you to think and behave more rationally. So today, take it as a new mantra that you will be kind, help someone, be a little more compassionate, or just try to be a little more understanding in your own head, even of people whose lawn signs you really dislike. 
being kinder should help you be a little happier and better able to confront the craziness we are sure to face in this coming week in a more rational and helpful way. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back with more ideas on how to add gratitude to your life and make every day a little brighter. The Gratitude Diaries is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.